Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with the Jim Valley at... 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. And it is Thursday on this show. And we got a lot to talk about here today. Last night was AEW Dynamite. And as predicted on the show yesterday, what a prediction it was. We have virtually all the matches for Forbidden Door coming up on Sunday. There is one more match to be announced on, on Rampage. Which, man, would I like to talk about here. But you know how people are with spoilers. And, uh, and there's also, I think, one mystery partner that is going to be announced on Collision. But other than that, we have the full card. So we can go over that card here today on the show. And also, all of the details from Dynamite on Wednesday night. CM Punk was there. He uh, made an appearance at the beginning of the show to set up an eight-man tag at Collision coming up this Saturday. And a lot of other things happen as well. A lot of big angles, a lot of matches. So we'll talk about that here today. And, of course, we've got a lot of ratings to talk about. Raw on Monday night, the NXT show, which is actually the most interesting number of the week because the NXT main event was Seth Rollins coming down from the main roster to defend the title against uh, Braun Breaker. So how did that do? We'll tell you about that. L.A. Knight did an interview where he talked about his uh, start and stop push and why that happened. And we have plenty of other things to get into as well. Should have time for some text messages. If you'd like to text us here today, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. You can email me at brian at wrestlingobserver.com. I am on Twitter here and there, at Brian Alvarez. And Mike Sempervivi is going to join us today as well. He is at Sempervivi on Twitter. So a lot to get into. We'll kick it off after the break. Observer Live. Next up, straight talk from Doug. Ever notice that saying no offense is offensive? Like, no offense, but you're overpaying for your wireless. 
See? Offensive. That's the Straight Talk talking. Get unlimited plans as low as $35 a month from Straight Talk on America's most reliable 5G network. Available at Walmart and Walmart.com. On the $35 plan, first 10 gigabytes data at high speed, then 2G speeds. Refer to the latest terms at straighttalk.com. Based on most first place ranking, root metrics, second half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up, that's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And don't think the top story today is not Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. Uh-oh. This from CBSSports.com. It says here, Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg is no joke. At least according to UFC President Dana White who says the two billionaires are serious about fighting inside the octagon. Now, you know when I first heard about this was I get all these emails from all these betting sites. And uh, and all of a sudden, I, I got this email, and it was odds for Musk versus Zuckerberg. I was like, what? And so I opened it up, and there's the odds. And I'm like, what is happening? 
What were so the anyway, odds? Uh, Zuckerberg's Berg's a heavy favorite, but not that heavy. It was like minus 150 or something. The absurdity started on Wednesday, it says here, after Twitter boss Musk proposed a, quote, cage match against the Facebook co-founder. Zuckerberg responded on Instagram, a meta-owned social media property, and seemingly accepted Musk's challenge. A meta spokesman said, quote, the story speaks for itself when contacted by BBC. Musk replied to a tweet detailing the story and proposed to fight in a Vegas octagon. The octagon, it says here, is the official name for the mixed martial arts cage used by the UFC. Dana White said he has been in contact with Musk and Zuckerberg about the proposed fight. I talked with Mark and Elon last night, he told TMZ Sports. Both guys are absolutely dead serious, Dana White said, about this. The biggest fight of all time was Floyd and Connor. I just think it triples that, he says. It triples what that did. There's no limit on what the thing can make. And then there's some more information here. But, you know, when I when I first heard about it, there have been, been a couple of articles about this. And uh, so Mark Zuckerberg does train. He trains jiu-jitsu. He's trained uh, some stand-up martial arts. He's actually allegedly competed in a jiu-jitsu tournament. And then Elon Musk is talking about his background. I don't have it all here, but it's like, you know, I did, you know, this karate discipline and, and uh, this and that. And then he goes... I also trained Brazilian jiu-jitsu when I was a kid. And I said, wait a second. Bro, you're older than me. He was born in 1971. And he was born in 1971, and he was raised in, I think, South Africa. So I am unaware of any Brazilian jiu-jitsu that was being taught in uh, in South America in the in the late 70s. Maybe it existed but uh, I guess, you know, when you got all that money, maybe he flew in Elio to give him some private lessons. But anyway, people like to say he would win. I I think if you've been following this, it's pretty clear that uh, Elon is, is very much backtracking now. He's he's made some comment about how, you know, my, uh, my, uh, my move is called, I think he called it the whale. <laughs> he lays on a guy, he says. Is that right? Okay, well, you know, I'd like to see a lay on uh, Zuckerberg, who's actually, you know, there are people that train jiu-jitsu, and then there's people that compete, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the whale is not working on uh, Zuckerberg if you guys get in that cage, but the fight's not going to happen, everybody, regardless of what Dana claims, but uh, it's gotten a lot of press. I don't know why. Well, I know why, but I mean, come on, people, get, get with the program. We live in an idiocracy. We really do. We really, really do. And tripling? Are you, you're tripling. They get a triple Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. They did like 2.4 million buys. Yeah. So you're telling me that they're going to do over 7 million buys on pay-per-view for this fight? Sure. What's the undercard going to be? Because you always have to have somebody, you know, that ties into the main event on the undercard. You need to have some other celebrity battle. I mean... It can't be Jeff Be- Bezos because he wouldn't want to not be the main event. So what would your undercard be? Would it be like somebody like a Mike Lindell fighting somebody? Like he'd have his my pillow in his hand and then somebody else could have whatever they're selling? Like what would it be? Mark Cuban against Joe Rogan? Hey, I'll fight I mean, Tom on that undercard. Like that. I'll fight Tom. Nah, you're too small. Time but you got to... Too small. If these yeah. if these two blokes get uh, get cleared to fight, then I can fight Tom. 
Look, I look, I I don't know this for sure, but I bet you, I bet you, Filthy Tom has got better things to do in his uh, near future. Okay, pal. Yeah, we don't know that. Now here's the light up for Forbidden Door. Okay, this is everything that's been announced publicly, so no spoilers here. We have Athena versus Billy Starks. The women's Owen Hart Cup tournament begins in a pre-show match. We have Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay for the New Japan U.S. title. Brian Danielson versus Okada, which apparently is the main event. We've got Sonata and Jungle Boy for the IWGP heavyweight title. MJF is facing Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AW title. We have Le Suzuki Gods, Jericho, Sammy, and Minoru Suzuki versus Sting, Darby Allen, and somebody who will be named on Collision. A lot of rumors. But they're Jericho's just that. Jericho's pissed off a lot of people. Because you know that what? Is true. There, there have just been a lot of rumors in this business over the last year. Hasn't there, though? We've got Moxley, Wheeler, Claudio, Takeshita, and Shooter, Umino, against Hangman, The Bucks, Eddie Kingston, and Ishii. We have CM Punk against Satoshi Kojima, which was the most mind-blowing <laughs> announcement I ever saw last night. Really? We have Orange Cassidy, Zack Sabre Jr., Shibata, and Daniel Garcia in a four-way. Tony Storm will be facing Willow Nightingale for the AW Women's title. And there's another match will be announced. Do we really have to just wait? I mean, come on. You guys need... Come on. I know. I'll I think know. about it. I'll think about it. But that's the lineup you, thus far. You know what Sonata's thinking about, you know, is can somebody get Oh, he wasn't tape? over last night? Can you get me tape on this Jack Perry guy mm. bashing Jungle Boy in the press? Saying, who is this dude? The IWGP title so much ahead, so much above the AEW title. So we'll see what happens here, Jungle Boy. You need a big performance here to impress the stone-faced Sonata. Raw on Monday night, 1.82 million viewers, 0.56 in 1849. Big increase from last week when they went up against the final game of the NBA playoffs. First on all of television, 18 to 49, 18 to 34. Best 18 to 49 in five weeks. 1.89 million, 1.90 million, 1.68 million were the hours. And uh, just a good number. But the big number to talk about here is NXT, which uh, thanks to... Um, Thanks to uh, the no Seth... NBA and, and, and NHL. And well, what it is is Seth Rollins came to the show. That helps. And uh, we had a main roster talent on the show, and it did seven hundred and seventy-three thousand viewers, up thirty-three percent. Sure that's not Dana Brooks. And in eighteen to forty-nine, it did a point two three, which was uh, which this meant NXT was second on cable. Second, I had some people that were bearing this this number, but bro, it was second on cable. In the entire history of NXT, they have never been number two on cable. And uh, the 18 to 49 was up 43.8%. So, you know, there's a lot going into this. I mean, you know, usually when the the main roster people come down, it, it boosts everything and that sort of thing. But, I mean, the reality is it's still NXT. I don't think there was anybody who, especially after the angles are doing with Seth and Finn Balor and the match already announced for Money in the Bank, I don't think, like, one person thought that Braun Breaker might beat Seth Rollins for that title. But uh, that's obviously part of it. I mean, if they really convinced you that Braun was going to win the title from Seth, I think the show would have done better. But, you know, that's still a great number. I mean, point two three 
at 18 to 49. They're not going to do title matches every week, but man, if they can maintain, you know, 0. 0.23, 0. 0.20, 0. 0.19, stuff like that, I mean, they're going to get a big increase when it comes time for their next television deal. So that's a good number for uh, not my favorite show. What was played. burying the number? Where was that mentality coming from, from these people? Just because Seth Well, they were like, you know, the WWE World Heavyweight Champions on the show. It should have done a million. You know, the old, couldn't break a million. Now they're after NXT. Uh, Seth Rollins is in the mud then as a draw, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, back in a moment with more Observer Live. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running 
reaching out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the Legal Helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, listen, if you want text, we got some time before the uh, Dynamite Report. 425-780-7566 is the phone number. That is 425-780-7566. So what's on your mind, everybody? What are you thinking about, wrestling-wise? L.A. Knight said his age played a factor in WWE's decision to rebrand him as Max Dupree on the main roster. So for those of you that don't remember the story, he was he was used in NXT. He got called up. Vince immediately decided he was too old. He gave him a stupid gimmick. And then the moment Vince was removed from power, he was stripped of his stupid gimmick, and he went back to L.A. Knight, and he's been getting opportunities since. So uh, I think he's winning money in the bank. What do you think? He should. Why not? Why not go with this? He doesn't have to cash in and win the championship, but, he, you know, you ride this hand. People obviously want to cheer him, get him away from fighting with it, you know, Rey Mysterio and those guys. Flip him over completely and just see where you can get with it. You know, you know he's not going to be defeating Roman Reigns. He's not going to be a thorn in Cody's side, I wouldn't think. But he's got a place there, and you got that kind of reaction. And it's not just seemingly the Dom type of reaction where it's dominant during his ring entrance, and then when he's wrestling, it calms down some. I mean, the guy's been around a while, and for whatever you think about him being a rock imitator or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's getting over right now, and so are his matches. So to me, why not go ahead and do that? All right, well, we're going to uh, get into the uh, the deal here in a while, but in the meantime, let's do some uh, text messages here, 425-780-7566. Says, do you think any of WWE's programs change networks next year when the new TV deals come? Well, I don't think that uh, Raw and NXT are leaving USA. I think it's possible SmackDown could return to USA. But, I mean, dude, these SmackDown numbers, I know there's all sorts of, oh, you know, this, that, and the other thing. But I would be very surprised if Fox did not re-sign WWE. I mean, that show is killing it. So we'll see. My gut, if I had to, if I had to make a prediction, I would say no. They're going to stay where they're at uh, coming up for the next uh, the next TV deal at I, I an increase. Same here, and I think that's exactly the same same way. I think what could get really interesting isn't actually the TV. It is in, I guess it would be, what, January of 2026 when it's time for the entire WWE Network library to be up from Peacock, that could be extremely interesting to see where that goes, especially, again, if things have 
change in the streaming industry or again things are going to change pretty fast anyway but it'll be really interesting to see is that something that goes right with the ufc onto espn and that's how disney gets involved is yes we have wwe because much like ufc if you want to get into their portal you're going to have to go through us so that may actually ultimately at the end of this be the most interesting and possibly the most lucrative thing that wwe has Brian, do you agree with Sonata being insulted by Jungle Geek and the disrespect to the IWGP lineage? Well, first off, Jungle Boy defeated me. So, I mean, that guy's good. And second off, first off, it, there, wouldn't, there would not be disrespect to the lineage until he won, and then you could determine that. He hasn't won yet. He's getting a shot. Let me tell you, you something. You know the kind I of guys saw, who've gotten shots at the IWGP title? I saw Brock Lesnar with the IWGP title, and you would think on paper, boy, that must have been prestigious. It must have been wonderful. It was horrible. It was terrible. It's terrible. How long do you think the Sammy Kevin title reign will last? Given Kevin's new character, will he be the one who turns on Sammy? Honestly, I would I would put a uh, I would just Kevin's say Kevin's the biggest no. baby face in the world right now just for him having those type of reactions because look why did people like Stone Cold Steve Austin they could empathize with him they could see themselves inside of him when he was dealing with bosses when he was dealing with idiots sure it, you should probably go and live your life more like a Sami Zayn but you know what a lot of us have a lot of Kevin Owens inside and we're just waiting to choke out some sort of idiot. What I think is that we need to put a moratorium on Kevin and Sammy feuding, okay? Now, obviously, they're going to lose the titles at some point. But just spitballing here, what I would do is they need to have a feud with, like, the Judgment Day, for example. And when the time comes for them to lose the title, it needs to be like, you know, Dom and uh, and Finn end up costing them the titles. And so they're angry. And so one of them goes after Dom for a feud. One of them goes after Finn for a feud. And they split as a team in the sense that they're each feuding with somebody else who's yes. also not in a team. Yes. But they don't have a breakup. They don't turn on each other. And you leave it open because, you know, you don't have to break these two up and have them feud. If they split as a team because they're no longer champions and they each go off against a different person and then that splits off into something different, whatever, you can always go back to Kevin and Sammy teaming up for a special event. Oh, man, WrestleMania, you know, they are feuding with two guys and, man, we're going to have a giant tag match. They're reunited. They have a big match. They win. Everybody's happy. They go their separate ways again. I think that's better than, all right, here we go. Let's break them up. They'll feud again. And, uh, and then, you know, you just split them off anyway. So, uh, well, how you were describing it, you want them to like, you know, book wrestling because that's yes. what happens when you book and layer things out and then you pull people up and bring them back. I mean, it's you don't have to have everyone in a blood feud with each other. You don't always have to have tag team partners and best friends, everybody just waiting on them to turn on each other. Again, you take away the effectiveness of that. So I don't think anybody wants to see Kevin and Sammy feud again. I, I wouldn't think for quite some time. So leave that thing alone. Probably forever, but certainly for as long as you can. And this person here says, how about a, a brand trade? Yeah, you can do that. But I wouldn't do a brand trade to, to necessarily split them up. I would I would have no. them, for example, lose the tag titles, uh, maybe the Royal Rumble or whatever, 
And then, you know, they each split off to feud with an individual. That leads to each of them having a singles match at WrestleMania. And then you draft them to separate brands. So there's no big split. There's no. It's just a way to keep them apart for the most part, not have to do a feud, not have to immediately go back to, to teaming up again. And then when you need them, they can uh, they can team up together for something big. Mike, what are your thoughts on the N1 lineup? You know, I haven't seen it other than it was announced. You know, I saw the graphic with the pictures all in there, but I'm actually not sure who's actually a part of it. So I'll have to pull that up here. What's the next one while you while I pull this up? Uh, do you think they would ever have Roman show up on NXT? I wonder what kind of number that would do. Well, that's that's kind of the thing. Like, no matter who you put on NXT, I don't think it's going to do a raw number. And so I wouldn't want to put Roman on there because then, you know, uh, he shows up, it gets, you know, 940, people are like, oh, I can't even get a mail. Just, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that can show up there. But, I mean, the guy barely shows up for SmackDown, for crying out loud. I don't think he needs to be on NXT. Well, I'll say this, looking at the N1 lineup, not a whole lot of outsiders involved. I love Yuma Anzai, who just had a really great match with Yuji Nagata, a really good match with Yuji Nagata. He's only 24 years old, been wrestling for under a year but he is an excellent prospect so he is involved in there and so is lance and of mlw being involved in it as well so those are the only two foreigners in there uh, you know jake lee you know i will see if this is if this is about once again putting in another layer of superiority on jake lee in his title reign probably not the worst idea in the world that he wins his first n1 that he's involved in but we'll have to see because obviously you can easily get, you know, some sort of opponent for him out of this as well, too. Just going to have to see as it gets a little closer. All righty. Spoil Rampage. No. 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 Can't do it. Let's see. I'm going to spoil Brian's fun, though, here, because i got to be honest. I hated that Tupelo concession stand brawl. Really? Very WCW-ish. Bro, a lot of WCW last night on that show. It which... involved the AEW oddities. Like, why was anyone expecting literally anything other than what we got? I anything. Know, but that's the thing was when they announced it on Saturday, I knew exactly how it was exactly. going to go down. But it doesn't mean I have to like it. I don't want them to do anything like that again, ever. If you're going to have a concession stand brawl, wait a couple years, do it again, and really make it a concession stand brawl. But I'll say this, Jeff Jarrett, Mark Briscoe on my TV. Eh, I like them. Let's see. Starlight Kids' new T-shirt is sold out. Golly. How did they possibly print 15 million shirts that quickly? Uh. I tell you what, if she would have been on SmackDown last Friday night, at least three, maybe four million people. Let's see. With uh, just over a month before Death Before Dishonor, what do you see as the main event since Eddie will be in Japan, taking Eddie and Claudio two off the table? Um, I can't do this now, but I'd have to. I'd have to look at the actual schedule. Yeah, because given the number of blocks that they've got and the number of people and the way they're doing it, it's possible maybe he could make it back for the show and then fly back or they'll just do something else. I mean, don't have to do that immediately. You can hold it off. But back in a moment, Dynamite Report Observer Live.
here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Got a lot to get into here today in regards to this Dynamite show. Good save. But well, we do have a lot to get into in terms of the dynamite. We, show. we do, we do. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. It's not the first segment anymore, boss. I'm I'm far past the first segment, brother. What's up with you? So listen, this dynamite show went up with the Hardys and the Ass Boys, determined the best brother team in AEW, and it was won by the Ass Boys. As it should have been. When, that intro uh, alone. 
They are my favorite brother tag team. Juice and Jay White tossed Jeff Hardy off the top. Ass Boys hit their finish, and they got the pin. Anyway. What? I'll, ta- I'll talk more sense. about this tonight. Wait, wait, no, no. I want a little bit of it right now, buddy. Well. The Hardys cannot go to Canada. They're going to spend like no, a month he, in Canada. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, because I got yelled at for this, but it's true. What? Remember when Jeff fell off the ropes? Yeah. And I told you guys it was a work spot, and everyone yes. said, no, it wasn't. Well, it was. It was. And in this match here, they noted that he fell off the top rope and that it was an example of ring rust because he was just coming back. Uh-huh. Now, before you say that that's covering for Jeff Hardy, do you remember the last time they did that? Well, the last time they did that was when Kenny Omega returned. And if you recall, when he first returned, the first the first match he had back, he was wearing tights and he was wearing like a, a, a rash guard over the top. Yes, yes. And then the second time, he had the the like the rash guard up and then he had a couple of things on him. And then the third time, he was just, he was normal. Because the story when he came back was that he had ring rust. But he didn't. And if you watch the match, he did spots to indicate that he had ring rust. So it's not the first time that they have done this. That's what happened. And I'm sorry if you don't want to believe me, but that's fine. It's wrestling. So anyway, the heels attack the baby faces. Do not introduce these people you're fighting to with uh, to me, please. The heels attack the baby face. Ricky Starks ran down. FTR ran down. They were still outnumbered. The fans chanted CM Punk. He ran down. Runs wild. Goes GTS on Juice. Juice bails. And then Punk gets the mic. And uh, he's got no red bag. He makes no mention of MJF. He just said, you know, I'd like to beat you guys' asses tonight, but we're going to do it next week on Collision. And I'm not even a Collision guy, he says. Even though they've never once actually told us that there is any sort of brand split. And he says, I'm not supposed to be here. I'll see you guys on Saturday. And they celebrate. They plug the match for Saturday. They plug no other matches for CM Punk, even though he's out there celebrating for, like, a long time. And then away they go. Well, you know, here's the thing about that. I, Him, why would he run to the ring with a red bag? Why would he talk about MJF? He was saving somebody, you know, from an attack. That's actually how it should be done. We don't need to hear everybody's theme music when they run out to make the save. And in this case, it was the best thing that could have happened because they let down not only the live crowd, but the people at home. Because you have Punk out there, you have what looks to be an eight-man tag team match, and he goes, and you're going to see it on collision and drop the mic, and that was it. And then they hit the music, which you heard the boo from the crowd, but then they got hidden by the music, and people started cheering that. But they got to figure out a better way because they did it later on with Darby as well, too, where you're not disappointing everybody by just dropping the mic and saying, you got to tune into Collision. There's got to be a smoother way to do this. We had the uh, concession stand brawl, which uh, I thought was a really fun match. Thank you. You would. And, uh, of course, everybody interfered, and then they got beat up, and Daniels, best friends, Lucha Bros, Phoenix did big dive on his satna, Mark and Jared alone in the ring, Mark rolls him up and pins him. I liked it, you killjoy. It was underbooked. I'm going to hit you with some popcorn the next time I see you. We had a BCC promo with Callis and Takeshita. Callis had a funny joke on Twitter, and then Lance one-upped him, if you want to head up there to Twitter. He did. I howled. Takeshita looked like a badass, No, I can't say it here on the air. This is not like like Ron Smackdown (laughs) or Impact or whatever. I can't say what he said on the air. 
And then uh, he promised to get special security for uh, Will Ospreay because he's trying to recruit him for his family. He's building a family, you see. That's the storyline. Jericho, Sammy, and Minoru versus Action Andretti, A.R. Fox, and Darius Martin. This was a fun match. Jericho got the win with the old-school lion tamer on poor Darius. Man, did that guy take a beating. Golly. Minoru killed him dead. And then Rene got in to interview him, and he starts running down Sting, and Sting and Darby come out, and they have a moment. And essentially, there's going to be a six-man on Sunday, but they're not going to announce Sting and Darby's third man. And unfortunately, Mabel has passed away <laughs> until Saturday on Collision. You want to flip the coin and tell me who you think it is? I do not know who it is. I don't have any clue. Look, but I, then I, we I, had the funniest segment on the show. What's and this is one of those things where, you know, if you're a big fan of something, it's like you find a way to explain it. And the way to explain this was, well, they explained it later. Okay, which they did. But when they said, we're going to go to the back, we're going to do the first drawing for the Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament. Horrible. And they go backstage, and Tony Schiavone and RJ City are there, and there's a a tumbler. Okay, they still haven't told us what this is yet. But now that they have the tumbler, you can figure out, okay, well, they're going to draw names, and it's going to be Battle Bowl, you know. Parejas Increíbles, Mike Sempervivi. Thank you. So they spin the thing, and Tony Schiavone reaches and he goes, Wow, let's pick another one. And then he reaches in and he goes, Wow, back to you guys. Throws it. I died. I was like, you went backstage for a drawing, but then that's like that's like going, hey everybody, we're gonna do a raffle. Stick around to the end of the wedding. We're gonna raffle off. uh, I won't say what I was gonna say. They're gonna raffle off, but you know, let's uh, let's let's pull one out of the hat. Here we go, everybody. Oh, man. Well, thanks for coming. We'll see you next time. That's what happened here. TK, listen to me. Listen to me. Just because you grew up watching 1991 and 1992 WCW does not mean you need to bring back those concepts and have that level of attention paid to things because Tony doing that, then flinging it, and then apparently... He could take it upon himself to just say any old thing during the show. He usually runs down MJF as it is, but damn it, a little later on, he couldn't hold anything to himself. We must keep moving. Elite did a promo. They've been challenged by the BCC, but it will be five on five, and there's only four of them, and one of them already has a match. It'll be three on five. But Eddie Kingston shows up, and he says, I don't like you guys. We're not friends, but I hate Claudio. And so I would be happy to team with you if I choose the fifth man. Because that man might not be someone I like, but it's going to be somebody I trust. Adam Cole did a promo putting over the match with MJF, and then MJF came out and put over Cole. But he refuses to give Cole a rematch. He doesn't deserve it. He had Cole beat, he said, which uh, Cole lost it at that line. And then, uh, you know, they're going back and forth about fighting each other now. Adam Cole wants to beat his ass here in Chicago. And then Tony, can't, he can't help himself. He goes, oh, a second, everybody. I know it's top secret, but I just can't I just can't control myself. I pulled two names out of that tumbler, and those two names were MJF and Adam Cole. You guys are teaming up in this tournament. They both don't want to do it. And so they're like, not going to do it. No chance. And then, uh, and then Tanahashi appears on the screen. He challenges MJF. And MJF doesn't want to do that either. And then this was what I couldn't get. Adam Cole, who wants nothing more than to win the title from MJF, 
talks MGF into defending against another guy on Sunday. So that's going to be the match. But hey, the fans didn't think about it and they loved it. So there you go. We had the brackets for the Owen Hart Cup. This is where they put a graphic up on the screen with the brackets. And I'm looking at the brackets, and all of a sudden, up in the corner, I see CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima. And tiny little graphic says for Bindor. I said, what? Everybody did. That is the announcement that CM Punk is wrestling on for Bindor? A tiny little graphic in the corner of the screen. So he's facing Kojima on Sunday. And Who's the rest been wrestling for all Japan, by the way. The rest of the bracket has uh, Roderick Strong, Samoa Joe, Dustin Rhodes versus Hobbs, Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks. So my guess is Punk versus Hobbs is the finale, and Punk wins. And then for the women, it's Britt and Ruby, Anna and Sky Blue, uh, Nyla and Willow, and Athena and Billy Starks. And if I had to guess, and this is going to be a, uh, it's going to throw people off here. I think the finals of this tournament are going to be Athena versus Sky Blue, and Sky Blue wins. That is my prediction. I'll take it. You know, it'll be for a different day, maybe even tomorrow, but maybe they ought to make the Owen Hart Cup on the men's side into kind of like a G1. I have a feeling that they should maybe do that to add some gravity to it. We had Orange and Shibata versus Sabre and Daniel Garcia. Match is pretty good. The finish was silly. Everyone's, like, Shibata and Cassidy are friends and teammates. And Orange accidentally punches Shibata, and Shibata gets pinned by Daniel Garcia. So then the match is over, and Shibata just slowly gets to his feet. He's not mad at Orange. He's not disappointed that he lost. He just stands there, and he kind of rubs his chin, and then he starts looking at the belt, and he goes after it. And they announce a four-way for the title coming up at Forbidden Door. Have yes. you ever had your brain removed and then put back in? It causes a lot of long-term issues. Actually, they did a spot in the match where uh, Daniel Garcia, like, he did the headlock Ric Flair, and he, he punched the guy, and uh, and uh, the ref yelled at him. He goes, you hit him in the head! Even though it was like a normal match where you're allowed to hit people in the head. Well, punches but he got, to the head. he got yelled at for that. And he danced. Then we had uh, Statlander versus Taya for the TBS title, which uh, Statlander won. I thought it was fine. Dave thought it sucked. I mean, I don't know. It was all right. It was all right. And then uh, then they did the main event segment, which I was watching this segment, and it was not as good as last week. It was good. But I was just watching it thinking, man, this is rushed. Because first, Eddie comes down to the ring, and he's very upset at Moxley because Moxley's teaming with Claudio who he hates and Moxley's supposed to be his friend so Moxley comes out and he gets in the ring and he basically tells him like you know if you're on the other side brother it's fair game and Kingston says you you are the one that drew the line the minute you started teaming with that scumbag and uh, Moxley mutters something under his breath and then Kingston starts yelling at him for whatever he said but we don't know and then finally he just like just in a, in, a, in a whirl, he goes, ah, the partner's going to be Ishii. So Ishii comes out, and then Moxley vanishes. BCC goes after Kingston. Ishii hits the ring to make the save. Fans are chanting for Okada. Brian says he's not coming out. He actually does come out. He goes face-to-face with Danielson. Yuta jumps Okada. Brian tries a knee. He hits Yuta, and then Okada grabs Yuta, and he hits him with the Rainmaker, and they, they celebrate. And the timing was all weird because... You know, he got a long celebration there, and it feels like they could have given more to earlier parts here. Like, there's so much about Moxley and Kingston. Like, that's a big thing. 
and it was just boom. They got in, got out. I guess it's kind of a teaser for later, but I felt that this thing could have used a good five, seven more minutes for the whole thing from start to finish and everything they did. But uh, what can you do? I thought it was a very, very good go-home show for Forbidden Door, and I'm very excited for the show. Yeah, I thought it was a little too manic at times, but they can be like that sometimes. And I'll take promos from both Kingston and Moxley coming up on Collision, too, that'll get people talking going into the show and then maybe after that as well. So I'm looking forward to Forbidden Door, and that's where all of this is going, so everybody can banter about ratings and such and who's on what show and whether Phil and who's should on have first? called himself. Yeah, whether Phil should have called himself One Bill and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Forbidden Door's a Right around here. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline ticket, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline
airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Well, we've got a lot to talk about on the Brian and Vinny show tonight. 90 minutes for AEW and NXT. And there's a lot more to talk about AEW-wise and uh, the plan for this weekend is both uh, Vinny and Craig and I, and also Dave and I, will be up on Sunday night following the Forbidden Door show. And uh, the Brian and Vinny and Craig show will be uh, simulcast for our Twitch homies live, uh, probably about a half hour after the show ends. So we'll, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Brian Alvarez, uh, Alvarez for the exact time. Pulled a Semper BB there. And uh, Wait, you're going to simulcast it after the show ends? Is that what you just said and you're talking about me? Yeah, you heard me. So uh, we'll talk about everything that happened on the show. And uh, tomorrow I will be here with Mike from a <laughs> secure location. I hope it's on a submarine. What a horrible thing to say, Mike. That is a horrible thing to say today. And it will not be for me, submarine, thank you. But uh, we'll be here tomorrow for that. And then uh, all the rest of the stuff as well. New Observer out tomorrow. There's a lot of stuff for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. So if you are not a subscriber, sign up today and enjoy all of the fun and excitement of getting the newsletters, the audio shows, the freaking board, and more. And that's it, everybody. We're going to wrap it up for today. I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners, my uh, YouTube homies, my Twitch homies. We'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.